Hello, I am Chris, and this is the Global City Mission Podcast. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Joey Dermeyer. On today's podcast, we are talking about Joey's transition to GCMI and what he does on our team and how to develop a heart for your city. So here we go. Welcome to the Global City Missions Podcast. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we are glad you're back with us. And if you're new, thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. This is episode two of season two. And if you missed last week's episode, we talked about relaunching the podcast and kind of gave a bit of an update on what GCMI has been up to since our last podcast episodes. One of the things we've been up to is adding several new team members to the team, including my co-host, Joey Dermeyer. So welcome, Joey. Hey, how you doing? Everyone out there, welcome. So Joey, uh, give us a little bit of your background in ministry and how you ended up here with GCMI. Yeah, so um, I've spent the last um, 20 years really of my life serving the church, which seems weird to think it's been that long, but um, and I've served in different work roles in the church as a youth pastor, um, senior pastor for, for a while. And then really for the last six years, um, I served as discipleship pastor at a church here uh, where I'm at in Atlanta. And really out of a desire to sort of understand discipleship better um, and, and sort of in the prov- providence of, of God, I ended up meeting a couple of guys doing some DMM stuff, disciple mo- making movement stuff. And one of them just became really good buddies. And he's, um, he's Colombian and he works with Latinos and Hispanics here in the Atlanta area. And I would just kind of go out with him and uh, spend time with him. And then of course I heard about GCMI um, through you um, and kind of when you'd come through town, we'd have dinner and talk about it and stuff. Um, And then, you know, during 2020, man, I, you know, five o'clock in the morning, I was up early, get helping my wife get up and, uh, I saw a posting. I just said, Hey, let's go see what's going on at GCMI. And they're here. There's this position for mobilization. And so I decided to check it out. You and I talked a little bit. And then originally I, the funny thing is the funny thing. I originally was planning to, to do this part-time. That was really uh, the plan, but of course, God in his infinite humor, uh, the beginning of 2021, uh, changed that plan. (laughs) And so, um, in September I launched full-time, uh, here is GCMI doing mobilization. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It it kind of went from uh, an idea to to you being here with us full time pretty fast. Um, yeah, yeah. So so kind of unique uh, for you. Um, you 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 were in Atlanta. You were working in a church, and now you are in the same city. Um, really, the same city where you grew up because you grew up in the Atlanta area. Yeah. And now you're talking about this whole idea of seeing the city through new eyes and. Uh, and being in this place doing a different kind of ministry, uh, mm-hmm. fresh and new. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, like you said, I grew up in Atlanta. I'm a, I'm a suburb kid. Um, I grew up sort of just south of the city. I would have said and would say that I, quote unquote, knew the city. Right? I knew it really well. I mean, this is my city. And then um, Jared came about a year ago for a training we were doing. This is me early on GCMI. We were still caught talking and stuff. And he came up for me to sort of give him a tour of the city. And we were hanging out and he's talking to me about this city. And he said, Hey, first thing he said is I want to go to this place called Clarkston, Georgia. Uh, and I 
then said back to him, that doesn't exist. I'm sorry. I don't know what map you're using, but it's not a real place. Um, he said, oh, I saw it on PBS. I'm like, they lied. They lied to you. I'm clearly you've misunderstood this. And then he pulled up a map and was like, no, it's right here. And I was like, oh, you're right. It is. Um, and so we went down there and here's the city. Here's this little town of 20,000 people. 18,000 of them are foreign born refugees, 80 something right. different languages spoken. And I'm like, what? Um, and then he takes me to eat Somali for the first time. And then we, there's a, we end up on this, again, this, this street kind of heading back towards my house, back towards where I'm living. And, you know, we're just seeing things that I have never seen before. I mean, like, I'm like, wait a minute, are you kidding? This town is completely different than I thought. Like this city that I thought I knew is far different than I realized. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'd seen some signs in different languages, but I'm talking about strips upon malls, upon yeah, that's, stores. And this, you know, so this and was, was, this was like, this was after you had joined the team. Yeah. So you, you yeah. were already kind of in this, this headspace of like looking for these kinds of things. Right. And, 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 um, and yet I didn't even know, I had, I had never seen this before. So we laugh about it now because he says, I took you on a tour of your own city. And he did. He really did. And that's when I began to really see how diverse it was and, um, you know, really wanted to just say, man, people need to know this city as well. You know, cause there's lots of people like me who would say they know this, they lived here all their life, but they don't really. Yeah. I've, I've been, uh, been, been working on the team now for, for several years. I've had the same conversation with with friends as I've traveled, um, people who know their city and, uh, you open your eyes a little bit and all of a sudden it's a different place. The other thing too, what's funny is when I first started, the, the number one question I got from everyone is where are you going? Like where, so what country are you going to? I'm, I'm not going yeah. to another country. I'm, I'm staying where I am. If, if so. only they knew all the countries that were around the corner from their house. Well, and exactly right. That, that was the suburb, you know, like I'm, tomorrow I'm going to Korea. Um, and then maybe later in the week, I'm going to go to some Arab country and, uh, and I never have to leave the state of Georgia. That's great. So you're, you've changed countries without leaving your city, right? But, but exactly. also you've changed roles. So, you know, so here you are, you're still in the city that you've been serving in for, for a number of years now. Um, but now you're you're doing missionary work. Um, mm -hmm. What what is it like to be in a city that you were you were once the pastor and now you're the missionary? What does that look like? Yeah, I was really you know as I really thought about this this idea, like it, it feels like being in a different world um, because I you know I've been in the church world for so long in the church and and the church was everything like this my whole life revolved around this this church that i served um and and i mean i, I always was always about lost people right i mean we were always about lost people but it feels like i'm in a different place um almost i'm almost an outsider a little bit and uh you know the last church we were at well you know our slogan was you know we're a church for everyone right i mean uh we want to reach everyone you know, we, we really began, uh, but, but I really began to sort of 
feel this need to start hammering home this idea of like, yeah, but man, there are people out there who are not going to step into our church. They're not coming. Right. Um, and I'm seeing this segment of our population that's beginning to be ignored. So as a, as a pastor, the, the sort of pastoral part of me is like, oh man, we've got, how do we reach these people? You know? Um, and I just quickly realized that um, I was kind of living with blinders on um, because he, I mean, you know, like I do when you're in the church, you've got to focus now I mean, you're for your community, but, but if we're honest, our church is like, we're going to reach this person, right? That 20, 40 year old male or, and that becomes your focus. That's all you see. That's all you think about. And now suddenly here I am looking at my city and realizing it's more than that. And not that that's bad. I mean, I'm not saying that that's necessarily bad, but I'm, you know, but now I'm realizing like, yeah, but this, this church that I'm working in, we're focused on reaching some 40 year old dude when they're, when there's 40 year old dudes who are, who don't speak English or who are from, from different places of the world, yeah, that it, our church just isn't going to resonate with. Yeah. And it's not intentional, right? Like, right. I, it's I, not intentional. I, I have to remind myself and, you know, we remind each other regularly, like, you know, churches and pastors are well-intentioned. Oh yeah. We really absolutely. do want to reach everyone. We, we really mean it, but yeah, just the nature absolutely. of nature of how that ends up happening, it does end up being, you know, we're, we're just reaching people that fit our little bubble, our little world. Right. Um, and, and I think I, there's a, there's a place for that, right? There's a place yeah. for churches. I think there's a, there needs to be, you know, not every church is one, one size fits all. But for me now, it's like these blinders are off and I, I see everyone. It feel, I feel like I see everyone now. Um, yeah. and, and, and I feel like there's no limits now. There's no limits to anything. Because again, when, you, when, you, when I was inside the church, I always felt limited. Um, and so now I feel free, you know, wherever the spirit leads, whoever it might lead to, I'm good with. And, and, and at the same time, I want to champion those people, you know, I want to champion the people outside of our churches that, that need the love of Jesus. So. No, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're, gosh, man, this is a lot of transition. You're, you're now in a new country in your own city. You're in a new role in your own city, but you're also in a new role with GCMI. Like you're the first guy who's had this title, you know, um, gosh, I forgot what your actual, is it mobilization, regional mission mobilizer? Mobilizer? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Regional yeah. mission mobilizer. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, what's on your business card. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I have regional mobilizer and then I, sometimes I say mission mobilizer cause I don't know. I can't even okay. decide. Well, yeah. tell us what that is. Cause I'm sure <laughs> like you, you mentioned, like you saw that on that Facebook post and you saw it on our website and like, gosh, this is intriguing. What even is this? Um, yeah. I'm sure there's other people that you're running into that, that we're running into that are going, what, what does that mean? Like, what, what is this mission mobilizer thing that, that you're, that you're serving as here at GCMI? Yeah. So I, in a nutshell, it's about laborers into the harvest. How do we get laborers into the harvest? So, you know, it's where, where the next round of, um, mission catalyst or, or th- those are missionaries in our organization where are they who can we find them how, how do we get them to the field but then also how do we get believers and local churches 
to better engage their communities. And that for me, which we'll talk about this much more in depth in another episode, but that for me was the key. Like I want to get bodies off the pews and into the harvest. Amen. Yeah. So one thing I know you and I have talked about, you know, on and off over the years, you know, not just, you know, since you've joined the team, but I mean, really, even before you were looking at joining the team, you know, when, you know, you were just, you know, a, a pastor at a church and, you know, friend of mine, and and that was how God was starting to open your eyes to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, tell us a little bit about um, kind of what that process looked like, because it wasn't like overnight, no. you suddenly saw your city and it wasn't even that trip with Jared, but like before then, like, what did that yeah. process look like? And, and what would you, what would you share with our listeners as they begin to look around their city, like that your experience there in Atlanta could help them better see who it is that's living around them? Yeah. Um, so you're right. It wasn't overnight. This was at least a three, maybe even six year process. I know that's not long for some people, but, but it, it was really this time of last six years I served as a discipleship pastor where a lot of this began. And I have to say this too, that I was slow on the uptake. My wife was already a hundred percent ahead of me on this. Um, she always loved, um, especially Hispanics and Latinos. She always loved people from other places, other cultures. So she was already ahead of me. I was slow on the uptake. Um, and so, yeah, so it started with me. It started with an encounter with uh, my friend, um, Andy, who, who is a uh, Colombian and just being in the harvest with him and, and starting to engage and learn about Latino and Hispanic culture. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to like out in the harvest, like sitting in people's, I don't uh, like apartment complexes, you know, sitting there them offering you food and coffee and just sitting there talking about Jesus with these people. So it was sort of this encounter with him that sort of really began to open my eyes. And through him, he really called me back to scripture, which, you know, and I realize that sounds crazy to some people like, duh, but I mean, he really called me back to scripture and he forced me to look at, you know, the, the, the father's heart for the nations in scripture, which, I mean, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. God's heart for the nations, but, you know, looking at Genesis 12, one through three, God's, you know, blessing to the nation, looking at, you know, the Psalms, Psalm 20, 67, um, you know, may your deeds be claimed to all people, to all nations. And then even, even as far as revelation five and nine and 10, where you have this worship of Jesus around the throne, and you have every tribe, tongue, nation represented, right? So he led me back to scripture and I began to really see, oh man, God, from the, literally from the very beginning, you know, God's heart for the nations, God's heart for all people. Um, and, and this picture of, of it, and that really led me to a season of prayer. Like, God, I've been ignoring people. I've been, I've been so focused on one thing, help me to really have a heart and love for the nations as well as give me the courage to engage them, you know, give, give, give me the opportunity. Um, and then, you know, research, right. I began to research my own city, you know, after that time with Jared, I was like, okay, clearly I don't know anything. So, you know, (laughs) finding research about, about my city, you know, some great, there's some really great websites out there. Um, 
you know, that you can use um, that, that can kind of give you some information about your city. And then just driving, just driving around. I would just start driving around. And then I started to notice, you know, um, restaurants or, or markets or, or this or that. And so I just started going in there. I just started walking into these places. I started just eating at these restaurants. I just started buying pastry at the, at this market or um, having coffee at this coffee shop because I just wanted to start being around people, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's this weird sort of cycle that started with a person went through scripture, prayer, research, and then back into to people back to spending yeah spending yeah. time with people out in the city yeah yeah i think i think that's great and i i think i think the beauty of it ultimately is just how simple it is um mm -hmm. i think a lot of times when we think about missions um i mean much like the conversation we've been having about the fact that you're in atlanta versus in some other place when we think about missions we think about going somewhere right and yep it's as simple as, you know, driving out of our, our driveway and looking around and seeing where the world is in our neighborhood. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know, real quickly, one thing that we talked about um, this past November when we were at ICOM, I, I think it was Adam, one of our team members, he said to me, he said, the funny thing about it is you had Chinese restaurants all around you. You had, you had Mexican restaurants all around you, but you never saw them as the nations. And I thought, oh, you're right. I, well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if we're honest, right, we're, we're just glad that they're there to service our favorite foods. We're not right. These people. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so somebody who's tuning into our, to our podcast, mm -hmm. maybe for the first time, um, what what would you say to them? You know, they're they're sitting down with you for a cup of coffee, and you know, you know, Joey, like, what what do I do? How do I how do I look around my city and and see uh, what God sees uh, to to open my eyes the way that that He's opened your eyes for Atlanta? Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? Um, you know, first off, you know, definitely, if you're sitting there, I would say reach out, reach out, and let's talk because i think that human connection of of if you you know by god's providence i was able to meet my friend andy um and so not everybody's going to be able to sort of find these sort of local missionaries so absolutely reach out you know i'd love to talk with you we can we can talk on the phone we can zoom we can whatever um and just start to i think there's power when you start to get around people who have a particular passion for something that rubs off on you so you want to make sure that you do that. And then, of course, reach out to Global City. Reach out to us as an organization. Um, you know, I think all of us would love to talk. Again, because I think we there's something powerful when you're rubbing shoulders with people who are passionate about something. It rubs off on you. Um, and, you know, again, if you were sitting across from me, I would say go, go back to the scriptures. Just go back and start reflecting on God's heart for the nations um, and just prayerfully taking that seriously, like hiding those things in your heart. Um, but then I would say another great simple step is, is really to check out some of our, co our cohort. We've got one starting soon. Um, and our cohort is great 
because if you're developing that heart for the nations, you're like, man, I really am starting to see these people. Now, what do I do? And our cohorts, I think, are great because they can practically give you something to physically know how to now do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're, yeah, we, we designed that to be not just information, but information that is easily implemented. Um, and, you know, regardless of, of what your previous experience is, it's not for pastors or for missionaries. It's for, for people who want to engage with God's heart in their city. So, yeah. And I would, one of the things too, that I love about the, the shameless plug here that I love about our cohorts. One, I, th- I love that they're communal. So you're, you're doing it with other people and you're, you're supposed to go practice and you come back. But one of the things I love about it is because, you know, I think we demystify missions a little bit. We're able to sort of show them because what, what, what we teach in those things are the same thing that are same kinds of things that our, our catalysts are doing every day in the harvest. So we kind of show you the very approachable, reproducible way. Um, and you don't have to have a doctorate in missions to be able to do it. I think that's what's really cool about it. No, absolutely. So if you want more information about our cohorts, if you go to globalcitymission.org slash cohort, uh, there's a whole FAQ and kind of explainer of what that looks like and how to get signed up. Um, so definitely check that out if if that intrigues you. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of the GCMI podcast. Uh, Joey and I want to thank you again for joining us and be sure to join us next week. If you're not already subscribed, that's going to be the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode. Go to globalcitymission.org slash podcast. And not only will that give you some information about the podcast and some some kind of primer episodes to start with, but it will give you links to subscribe however you listen to podcasts. So we look forward to seeing you next week and have a great day.